Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Pen Addict Podcast, the weekly show where we discuss pens, paper and the analogue tools that we love so dearly. And I am joined today by a man who has been purchased for $1.1 billion, the micro-tipping maven that is Mr. Brad Dowder. <laughs> Dowder. Oh, so my, my vowels get removed when uh, Yahoo purchased me. Is that the, uh, yeah, is that we, the rule? Yeah, and we put an R on the end. The <laughs> okay, <tumbler. cool. laughs> I like that. Now, this oh, was man. my this was actually my reserve um, intro today because I tweeted earlier that I feel like I've created the best intro that I've ever come up with. But the problem is, it's it's related to Breaking Bad, which is not a show that you watch. Right. So, I'm not really going to explain it to you because it won't ruin it. Um, so, I am going to just say the intro. And, if, dear listeners, if you are Breaking Bad fans, you can tell me if you think that this is as good as I think it is. So, <laughs> my other intro today was... The one that likes Knox, high tech Seasonberg. Now, I think that that I thought of that earlier, and fist. You know when you like what's that called when you um, yeah, like you pump your fist. Yeah, like, yes, like fist pumped. Whatever. Yeah, you, call you it. like gave it. You like gave yourself a high five. I did that. The one that likes <laughs> Knox, high tech Seasonberg. I thought that was fantastic. You're not going to get it, and I'm so no. pleased I asked because if you wouldn't have laughed, I would have been very upset. I know. I know. And see, Breaking Bad's totally one of those shows that I know I would love. I've just never gotten around to watching it. I don't watch too much regular episodic type TV. Um, but I, I kind of missed the boat on that, so I need to go back. And that's it's it's one of those things on the list. Like I've never watched Breaking Bad. I've never watched The Wire, but I know I would love both of those shows. So should we just rearrange the order a little bit while we're on the topic of in, of intros? Yeah. So uh, show mascot. Um, Kanuni Renishin. Just trying to say it as fast as possible. Yep. Um, today created for us. There's a link in the show notes, which can now be found at five by five TV forward slash panaddict forward slash fifty five. Um, we'll come to that again in a minute. We're like going all over today with the with the follow up. Um, yeah. on her her blog today. Um, she has a Tumblr blog. She basically um hand wrote all of the intros that I have given you over the time that we have been doing the show. So, this was crazy. So she took the time to do it. And also since then, Brad, she has typed and emailed them to me. <laughs> uh, that was at my request, though. So wow. we need to find a place for them because I would now... I haven't asked her this part. This is the next part, so she can hear it on the show. So now she probably can't decline is to then keep an, an, an updated and ongoing list of these. Okay. So we need to be able to put this in a place where we can all access it. This feels perfect for a Wikipedia page, mm -hmm. but there isn't one for the show. No. Um, and I don't, there is a 5x5 five five wiki. Um, I don't know if we're in that yet, and I also don't know how that is updated. Um, I don't know who does that. I don't know if it's community-driven or anything. Um but maybe I can find that out. But it feels like it's something that we could use. I'm just not... Yeah, I need to think of a way. So if anybody has any suggestions for how we could keep this running list, um, something that we could have access to, maybe Tumblr would be good for it because yeah, it's multi-user. Yeah. multi, multi -user. I don't know. But that's the plan that I would I would like. I think it would be fun to keep an ongoing list. Yeah, it'd be a nice, nice to have a living doc of it. Because, yeah, um, it, it's cool stuff, and it's and it's kind of become uh, come your come your thing now, and and the show's thing. Then it's 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 pretty cool. So yeah, we talked about it before. You have all the pressure now. So I was really enjoying it when reading through them earlier, and I think the one that I have, when looking back, found to be the weirdest was one of the earliest ones, which is episode twenty four, in which I called you mm -hmm. the chieftain, the grand master, the all high wizard himself incarnate, the pen addict, the chief pen addict. Which is <laughs> very weird, I think, of all of them that's the weirdest. Yeah, that was a <laughs> that was a little rambly. But the uh the one right after that, uh episode twenty five, the evil Knievel of the pen world, I like that one. Um I had a couple other favorites. Uh episode thirty eight, I like the Defender of Pen Justice. I like that. <laughs> When I when I get on my rants, I feel like that's what I'm doing. <laughs> fully leaded, fully inked episode forty. Yeah. And then I, I like the um um 
the secret agent, you know, the James the James Bond one, episode forty six. That one was a great one. Double O point four. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course the his Bradness, which spawned off all kinds of other uh drama after that. Oh, yeah, and there was obviously episode forty four where you introduced me. That's true. I forgot about that. Why was that? Um we had there was some there was a specific reason why we did it. Someone had asked us to do something. I, I forget what it was offhand but there, there was a specific reason why we did it, it was episode I, I can't remember it now 44 if Pen- i listen to the episode it was uh where episode 44 pentavention in which we discover that mike has a problem as if we didn't know it already he goes through some of his uh travails hunting down field notes for his collection and brad discusses both his and mike's new field notes pages on their respective websites yeah, so that's what it was. So we were going to talk about you having a problem. So, so I, I felt like we we'd flip it up, and and I would introduce you since you were going to have the uh, the addiction problem in that episode. And every episode, since. <laughs> and it's it's become quite a problem, hasn't it? For everyone, including all yes. the listeners. Oh, the amount. I mean, yeah, I, I really appreciate all the listeners, and you know, I can tell the you know just the behind the scenes stuff that just the, you know, the audience is growing and, you know, I, I hope y'all all think we're doing a good job and, and everyone has a lot of fun with this podcast and the, I can tell by the increasing amount of tweets and posts on app.net that I'm getting where people are, you know, calling us the enablers and, and things like that. It's, it's, um, it's pretty cool. So, um, despite the fact that we're spending people's money and, um, you know, they're mad at us, but not really. Indeed. But I can, tell, I, can, I can tell it's really ramping up. It's it's pretty funny to, to see the, the quantity of, uh, um, look what I got, you know, check out my new pen. I blame the pen addict and stuff like that. It's it's pretty funny. It's, it's nice. pretty frequent now. It's nice to have those new listeners. And some of them will be because of 5x5. So we have moved over to 5x5 now, as I mentioned um, in the previous episode. So the show is now at 5x5.tv forward slash pen addict. And if you are listening to any episode of the show, you just go to the slash the number of the episode for the show notes, which is a yep. lot easier than it was before. So, for example, as I mentioned earlier, this show is 5x5.tv forward slash pen addict forward slash 55. It's a much, much easier system than what we had before. And you may have also noticed if you're downloading the episodes, they will be much, much faster now, much faster um, so thank you for help, you know, for for being for persevering with us through the transition. I hope that you're all here. If you're not, you don't know this, um, <laughs> but I'm sure <laughs> we'll hear from you. So uh, there you go. If if you, yeah, yeah there you go. Um, quick note to any new listeners, because today is going to be the first day that we the episode gets published on Five by Five, even though we're live. I mean, it's, I don't want to say live because that means something else on Five by Five, but the sites the show has moved over to five by five but last week it was uploaded through 70 decibels first this is going to be the first one that's going to go through five by five immediately so if there's any new listeners out there um we'll go through the the contact information at the end but you know i'm always available to answer any questions if you enjoy the episode just and you have questions you know did you do something in this episode what episode number can i listen to or any questions about pen paper anything y'all can Please feel free to hit me up. I love to uh, get the new listeners involved, and uh, we're definitely happy to be here. Also, as well, um, it's worth mentioning, this is kind of a show that is timeless in that there isn't really anything news-related to this show. And it also, as you listen from episode one to now, there is actually a clear narrative across these 55 episodes. So I would personally suggest going back and listening from number one. Um, yeah, I would, agree, I would agree with that. I think you would gain a lot more than you would lose by, mm-hmm. wait, by, by waiting it out and, and being so far behind. Um, simply because there is a narrative in which, even if you're just following my journey <laughs> from a guy <laughs> who liked pens who is now to someone who is now completely consumed by them, and also that the, there are pockets of, of discussion that take place over a certain period of time, like when Brad truly discovered fountain pens, when I truly discovered field notes, notebooks, and, and, so, and, and also as well, I think it, I have learned a lot through listening to you every week, so I know that people that have an interest in this stuff will have learned a lot 
too by by going back and uh, and, and learning along with us. Yeah, there's definitely a, a common thread. Like if you listen to the to the show as a as a as a group or you know in the in its entirety, and you can just you know you can pick that up as the episodes go on, and and you know we talk about different things and and just how it all connects together. So I I definitely agree with that. So we are. I'm definitely happy to be on on five by five now. So I just want to make sure all the any and all new listeners um, know that. You know, I'm available. Mike's available to uh, help out in any way we can. Sure. And people can find our contact information, like our Twitter information, at five by five TV forward slash panatic. But we'll talk about that at the show, as we mentioned. Yes, sir. All right, let's get into the pins. So yeah, this may be a follow up episode today. We've got yeah. quite a bit to cover. So um, the first one, I guess, is probably one for me, right? Yeah, and I, well, I, I really want to talk about this too for uh, a, a lot of reasons. Um, first up is the new Retro Fifty One pins that were introduced this week. I guess it was this week. I didn't even look at the date, but they this were. is when I started get. This is when I started getting notifications from people saying, "Did you see this? Did you see this?" Um, just a couple days ago, it seemed like. So what uh, Retro Fifty One did, I guess, it was about a year ago. They introduced a, a cool uh, king and queen. Um, design you know like a playing card design of king and queen of spades on their pins and then now they followed it up um they've made the ace and jack of spades um which these are really great looking oh excuse me you still there yeah are you <laughs> what was that what was that what is is Hackett on here uh, my skype is just like dialing oh really yeah it sounded like you disconnected. No, no, I haven't gone anywhere. Okay, sorry. But it was sorry. you. It, it made the Skype sound. It's, it's an invasion of the Hackett, so sorry. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, the Ace and Jack are now available um, to... It's not quite a, uh, a royal flush set with the Ace, Jack, King, and Queen, but I, th- I think they're pretty good looking. I've had the... Did you, did you ever get pick up the King or Queen? You got one of them, didn't you? I got the King. Okay. Oh, I thought you'd have the Queen. You would think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. You would. But um, I, I was undecided on that one. I, uh, Jetpens shipped me the Queen last year for a giveaway, and I thought it was good looking. I just didn't think it was one that I would use. But I, I mean, of course, Retro Fifty One—they do a fantastic job. I mean, it's a beautiful looking pen. Um, so if you if you have the King and Queen, they, the Ace and Jack is now available. But what I really want to talk about is the Vintage Surf Wooden oh. Tornado. <laughs> Oh, Mama. oh boy! I'm looking Mama. for one of these. I've not. I, I can't see them on sale yet anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've come across one yet. Yeah, um, Art Brown. Yeah. Uh, Art Brown has them. I had to buy so, them from there before. So you understand the problem, right? What? There's only 500 of them. Well, I've got to buy one now, then, don't I? Yeah. Hmm. 500 number pieces. I mean, if this, if I've never seen a pen that's more Mike Hurley than this pen right here. Because he's surfing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I I'm mean, gonna buy one now. Then, if I, I was waiting for them to enter to, to arrive at my uh, UK stocker, mm-hmm. um, but there is obviously a chance that they might be gone by then. Yeah, I'll you probably, ought to email them. I'll probably. I, sorry. I was just saying you ought to email them just to see if they're getting it. And if not, order it from somewhere else if you want it. Because they are they're priced at a premium. They're forty four dollars instead of, you know, like twenty five ish or whatever for the regular yeah. tornadoes. The thing is though, that means that they'll be more expensive in the UK, so I'll actually be saving money hmm. by buying them. Yeah. I'm also gonna pick up the um while I'm at the store, the um Ace of Spades one because I think it looks pretty cool. That's that. That's the best looking one. Yeah, I could do without the the full sized, um, you know, Jack Queen or King. But the Ace is pretty slick. I, I will say that. Yeah, that I tell you the the King and Queen versions. I mean, I've only got the King, but I assume they're the same because they look the same in person. Um, they're actually much much nicer than the pictures in Injustice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, I mean, this this surf one has me tempted um, and. 
I'm probably not going to do it, but it that that's a seriously cool pin. I know our friend uh, Mary Collis already got hers because she's she tweeted out a picture and she had it, you know, she had it sitting on her table, you know, at her house taking a picture of it. So I don't know if she got it from Art Brown. You might ought to check uh, Daily's Pin Shop. That's where I got that um, the tornado, the retractable one. What's it called? I forget already because I never use it. The snapper. Yeah, the snapper. That's where I ordered that one that I was going to, you know, do the follow up on. So I think they're a retro fifty one uh, retailer as well, Daily's Pin Shop. So, but I, they have them at Art Brown because I saw them on the. I went and looked at the site yesterday, and they still had them. So, but because uh, I was curious how much they were, and at their store they were forty four dollars. But for five hundred number pieces, these the retailers probably aren't getting more than ten or twenty each. I would imagine. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably just gonna go, uh, go ahead and, and just buy it from Art Brown. Yeah, I've already got it in the in my cart now. Oh, as a matter of fact, on the page in the show notes, it's to Retro Fifty One's Facebook page, and at the bottom of that comment section, someone has a note in there from Art Brown saying that that's where they got them from. Cool. I've put some links to all sorts in there. Cool, but that's a good job by Retro Fifty One there. That's a that's a great looking pen. I'm a I'm a fan of the limited edition stuff, even though it it cost more money and, <laughs> and it uh you know it, it it hits the wallet where it hurts but um i i, I don't have too many limited edition stuff any and pens and pencils and things like that maybe a few things here and there but I, I do like the idea of it just like we've always had the problem with field notes and the that addiction so uh gotta catch them all <laughs> <laughs> you do indeed don't you, you do yes, sir. yes sir yes <laughs> sir you're right. That, that you're writing that down as the show title, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I like it. Oh, I can hear the knock. There he is, uh-huh. the one who knocks. <laughs> What's funny is now that we've get gotten into, I can't believe we're already doing fifty-five episodes. It seems like we're on episode ten. It goes by so fast. But mm. you know, I'm uh, I'm really not that unique all the time. So <laughs> I'm going to repeat one of these show titles one of these days. I know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because I've I've used that on the blog before when I was talking about field nodes. Sure. Yeah, well, field notes is the logical, yeah, the logical one for that. Yep, yep. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, get that ordered. I'll, I'll I want to, uh, I want to hear about that for sure when you, if and when you you get that one. Um, I want to see some more pictures of it too. I want to, other than the the stock fifty one pictures, I kind of want to get a good feel for what that thing really looks like because it's pretty sweet. Yeah, sure. Well, I'll have them for you. So um, that's a nice, uh, nice brown wooden pencil, and I have also gotten a brown fountain pen on order, which you would think is out of my realm. But I'm starting to open it up a little bit from the um, from the standard black fountain pen, silver trim type of products, um, and you know, it, I'm trying to enjoy the pens for their design, not really trying to pigeonhole what I want in a pen kind of thing, if that makes sense. I don't know if I said that right. But, you know, I've, I've really just kind of been stuck on the, the black and silver or the solid black in the case of vanishing points and things like that. But, you know, when I went to the Atlanta pen show, I had a choice when I was purchasing my Pelican to buy the all black or to, you know, branch out and do something different. And I got the blue striped edition. And I love that pen. It's it's a beautiful pen. Um, I, I love how it looks. So back, God, it's been months now. When I did one of my fountain pen education posts on the blog, I reviewed the Pilot Custom Heritage 91 and then the Pilot Custom Heritage 912. The 912 is the larger brother, if you will, of this this line. Um, it's a bigger barrel, a larger nib. Um, it comes in a vo- more uh, nib options. Like I got, that's the one I have my PO nib in. Well, the 91 comes in a few different colors and the one I got is the Yamaguri chestnut brown and the theory behind this pen color they made three colors for well they make four colors for the 91 they have the black and the silver then they made three other colors that mimic Pilot Iroshizuku inks so this chestnut brown is theoretically made to made after the Iroshizuku ink of the same color, the chestnut brown. So there's also a blue one, and then there's also kind of a burgundy red one. Um, what I like about this pen is 
it's a little bit more lightweight than the 912, but it's still got a 14 karat gold nib. And that's important. It's not important. That's the wrong term. This is a really good value pen. For me, I bought it used. Um, the guy had used it one time. I bought it off the Fountain Pen Network off the classified section. I paid $95 for it shipped, um, which is about how much it would cost me if I went to one of the Japanese sites and ordered it from there. Then they would add on shipping. Now, if I bought, if a U.S. retailer had this pen, it would probably cost me about $150. But the real value in this pen is the nib. 14 karat gold nibs or really gold nibs in general, on any pen are about uh, $100 to, well, say $90 to $125 premium. Does that make sense, Mike? Like mm-hmm. if you I bought this, this pen, like the barrel is nothing fancy. All the price is tied up in the gold in the nib. So the barrel, while it's just kind of, you know, basic plastic resin, I pretty much just bought a nib. So like this whole price is in... It's tied up in the in the nib. So if you can get a gold nib pen for $100 or less, you're doing pretty good. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Okay. So that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to... I, this was just... I bought this on a whim and only because I'd used one before and I reviewed it on the blog and I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great pen. And I liked the, um, the chestnut brown color and it just happened to come up. It was a good price. I mean, it, it was just kind of one of those things I couldn't turn down because if I bought it from a U.S. retailer, number one, I can't think of a single one that carries them. Maybe nibs.com. I didn't even look to see what they are on there. It, it would have to be $140, $150, $160. Um, so I, I paid 95 for it. Um, I haven't gotten it yet. It should come in probably in the next couple of days or so. So we'll, we'll talk about it more in the future. But um, I was real happy with the purchase and the... You know, it's not it's not an ooh-ah type of pen, but I wanted to talk about it so I could make the point about the nibs. And that's something I learned from Thomas going through his collection that you can buy a Pelican pen for $125 with a steel nib, or you can buy the same pen for $225 with a gold nib. So when you're able to purchase a pen with a 14-karat gold nib for under $100, that's a pretty fair deal. So Sounds that was like just kind of some, something I wanted to bring up. Well, I mean, when you're the, out- just buying those two retros and the shipping required is a hundred dollars. So, yeah, yeah. But again, where I know that's a hundred dollars, but if I was to buy them here, and it would be about as expensive, if not more. So, right, right, and that's you know that's again it's it's part of my whole fountain pen education. You know, I didn't realize how much the gold nib weighed into the price of the pen before, right? So people blink a lot at a $250 pen with a gold nib. Well, you got to realize that more than half of that is probably caught up in just the nib alone. So yeah. there's some there's some give and take there when you're looking at prices and, and trying to figure out what you want to purchase and why things cost the the amount of money that they do. So I'm, I'm happy to get a pen like this um, for a pretty fair price. So I, I look forward to getting it in and there'll definitely be uh, – a review forthcoming when I get it. So I'm excited about it. Excellent stuff. Excellent. And stuff. it's chest, chestnut brown. So that's, I, I'm, I'm trying to branch out a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I still, still no gold trim, but I, I am, there's plenty of options otherwise out there for different colors, different barrel designs and things like that. Just trying to, you know, I looked at my collection one day and it's like, everything's the same. What makes, what made me want to do you, what would make me want to use all these different pens. So adding that variety in there, I think is, um, I'm enjoying that so far. So, Awesome. Shall I take a quick moment to thank our sponsor before we carry on? Yeah, let's do that. We've got, we, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be an all-follow-up all, uh, episode today. Yep, I think so. So I want to take a quick moment to thank Squarespace.com, who give you absolutely everything you need to make an amazing website. Squarespace provide you of all of the tools to build a fantastic site online. doesn't matter how experienced you are when it comes to building websites. You can put something online in minutes. They are a fully hosted, completely managed environment that allows you to create and maintain a beautiful website, blog, portfolio, or even an online store as well. You don't have to worry about hosting, scaling, or integrating with other services. Squarespace take care of the whole 
thing. They give you beautiful themes. They're out of this world, really clean, feature responsive web design, and let your content do all of the talking. They have a drag-and-drop platform that makes it really easy and fun to create your own pages, which you can do in seconds, and you can make your pages look however you want. They have... Real-time statistics and analytics built right into Squarespace, and there are even iOS and Android apps that let you see these and post to your site on the go too. They have a blog importer if you want to bring over your blog from somewhere else, and they you can easily set up sharing and syncing with your social media accounts. Squarespace delivers award-winning 24-7 customer support that responds in minutes to queries, and they also have live online workshops to help walk you through step-by-step everything you need to know to build your amazing site. If you sign up for one of their one- or two-year plans, you'll also get a free custom domain name. Um, but if you want to pay month-to-month, month, you can easily link your current domain name that you hold somewhere else with just a few clicks. It's really, really simple. There's no credit card required to try out Squarespace. Just go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels. That's seven zero D E C I B E L S. You can start your free trial there. Also, if you use that link and if you use the code that I'm going to give you in a moment, it helps directly support this show. So if you enjoy the show go and try them out squarespace plans start at ten dollars a month for their standard plan and twenty dollars a month for their unlimited plan if you sign up for one year you automatically get twenty percent off if you sign up for two you'll get twenty five percent off as i mentioned you get custom domain names with the annual plans too if you decide to purchase a plan use the code 70 decibels 5 70 decibels and the number five to get an additional ten percent off your first order so go check out squarespace everything you need to make an amazing website Awesome, thank you, Squarespace. And I keep, I keep, uh, I keep tweaking my site, and they they make it easy to do so. So, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I was I've been playing around with it so much, I felt like I needed to do a post this weekend where I said <laughs> I told everyone where all the features are, how to get in contact with me, how to you know use the search box, and where the RSS feed is, and all that stuff. So I felt um, you know they they make it so easy to make changes. I've been uh, making a bunch of them at one time. So I've got the, that post out there now for everyone who needs to know how to use pinatic.com. Um, you can go check out the post I made um, on Sunday and give you some tools to use. Awesome. Yep. Yep. So uh, what's next on the agenda here? We got a, we got a new pilot Prera in at jet pins. Um, I guess it came in a couple weeks ago and I'm a fan of the Prera. Mike, do you have a Prera? Yeah, I do, but I, I don't reuse really it for a while. I bought the wrong nib size. Okay. What, what did you buy? Medium? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I, should, um, I should maybe try and go back and try that again, but I haven't. Yeah, I mean, medium still, it, it's pretty fine, and that's a, that's a whole topic we'll cover. We'll, we'll maybe save. Uh, we have a whole conversation around nibs. Um, that we'll do, we'll save for maybe next week, something like that, and we'll, we'll have a long discussion about nibs and just to reiterate some points that we've made in the past. But um, the Prera, the Prera has come in fine, medium, and broad nibs for years now, and they just introduced. Well, I, JetPens just started carrying. I don't know when Pilot actually introduced it. It could have been in, in Japan this whole time, and it was just never carried in the states. But they introduced JetPens now carrying a nib called the Calligraphy Medium Nib. And this piqued my interest big time. One, because I don't have one of the Prera clear body pens, you know, the demonstrator type, the see-through. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought that was a beautiful looking pen and I've never bought one. I've just held off and held off because I've already got two. I've already got a fine nib Prera and a medium nib Prera. I didn't necessarily need, it would have just been another fine nib in the, the clear body. But once the calligraphy medium nib came out, I was like, oh, that is really cool. I got to have that because as I've found the more I've gotten into fountain pens, I'm liking the, I can't use a broad nib, a standard broad nib, but I love stub and calligraphy and italic type nibs, you know, that kind of squared off nib. You're crazy. I think, and it is crazy. Um, It works well with my print style handwriting. That's a good, you know, one of the challenges that we all have when we're trying to buy pens and why I get so many emails is what's the best pen for me? Sometimes it's it's trial and error. I would have never thought that a stub nib or a calligraphy nib would be a really good fit for my style of handwriting. I was always extra fine, fine. And now I love writing with this type of nib. So when this one came out, I definitely had to order one. So I've just got it. It should be here gosh, it might be here today. It should be here soon. Um, and 
I'll talk about it more once I get to use it, but I'm excited about it because it looks like a pretty narrow nib. Um, they call it a medium nib. It looks pretty compared to the other stub nibs I've used. Like I've got a Twisby 580 1.1 millimeter stub and I've got a Twisby mini 1.5 millimeter stub. This looks smaller than the 1.1 millimeter. So I'm really, really anxious to get it in my hands and, and see what it's all about. Um, have you have you ever had the opportunity to use a, a different type of nib, like a, a flat nib, like a, a stub or a calligraphy, anything like that? I haven't. So it's making me feel like I should try it out. Um, these prior, I mean, but the thing is with that though, I don't really do a lot of ink testing, so I probably wouldn't use the pen very much. I can't imagine you would you would use a pen like this as a daily driver. You would be shocked. Oh, really? You'd be shocked. Yeah, I use. I got my vanishing point, my old school vanishing point, um, modified at the Atlanta Pen Show. It was a medium nib, and I got Mike Masuyama to turn that into a stub nib. I use it constantly. It's one of my. It's one of the top two or three pens I use on a weekly basis, and I use it for just for regular writing. Hmm. You would you would be shocked, is, especially you, you wouldn't want to use. I wouldn't want to use a super super wide one like the one point five, even the Twisby one point one. It's too broad for just regular writing, but the the smaller the smaller uh, width ones, I think work well for everyday writing. And I'm thinking that's along the lines of what this one might be when I get in my hands. I can't wait to see. These clear Preras are even nicer looking than the original ones, and they remind me a lot of Twisbees. Yeah, I think they're beautiful. I, for years and years and years, I've always wanted one of these. It was really difficult to pick which color I wanted because they all look great. Which color would you have gone with? Um, I, would may, I would go for either orange or green. Yeah, gosh, see, I had it was, <laughs> I couldn't narrow it down. I had orange in the cart for a couple weeks. Ever since it came out, I had orange in the cart. And then I switched to the light blue, and then I ended up going with the darker blue. <laughs> so I couldn't make up my mind. They're they're all really good looking. Um, I didn't want to go with the black just because that it, it, that one really looks like the Twisbees that I already own. Um, the green was right. Th- the green I considered too. So it, it was a tough call. But I went with the the darker blue. What do they call it? Clear blue instead of the light blue. So we'll see. Because I, I use so many blue inks and uh, blue black inks, I think it'll look good in there. So that was kind of a, a consideration, the the vanity consideration, if you will. <laughs> How good is it going to look? <laughs> do you have? Do you match your inks to your pen barrel? I don't yet. I mean, because another okay. thing for me is really, I, d- I don't really use a lot of inks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't. I don't necessarily try to match them, but on the clear barrel pens, I do consider how it's going to look in the pen. <laughs> so I won't have something uh, really, um, really off-putting in in the pen. I, I know a lot of people do that, match their inks to their pens, even if it's just like the chestnut brown pen that I got. They would use brown inks for that pen. Um, I won't go that far, you know. I'll, but I will. I do find it hard to use really, um, I guess, a really different ink color from the pen barrel color. Like, if it, I don't know. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting weird on you. But it, it's a consideration, <laughs> and it's, it's amazing how many people think that way. It's, you know, I bought this pen, so now I have to buy an ink to go in it. That that's going to be the ink for that pen. And I get these emails all the time and read all this stuff. So, yeah, that's, we have problems, dude. Oh, for sure. <laughs> And the worst problem is I could sit here and talk about ink colors and pen colors for another 30 minutes. And that's what's scary. <laughs> and we didn't even have that. Uh, that's not even a discussion item. But I know people people take that stuff seriously about how they match up their inks to their pens. It's uh, it's all good. It's good stuff. Um, but now I got I got a. Um, did, did you have something you want to talk about or you want me to switch it up real quick? Because I got a real outlier here for me. No, go. Keep going. Keep going. All right. So I, I, I did something crazy and I've kind of alluded to this on Twitter at least, if not app.net, that I might have a new problem coming up. I don't think it's going to be as bad as the fountain pen problem that I have is have going right now. Um, I don't think it's going to be quite that bad, but I'm starting to get fascinated a little bit and wanting to learn a little bit more about wood case pencils. So 
jet pins um you've probably seen on a bunch of our friends blogs they've been um talking about the new blackwing pearl um jet pins is going to have those coming out this week and they sent me a box to check out and knowing that i had this new woodcase pencil come and i've reviewed the old blackwing um not the original blackwing but when palomino brands came out with um the Blackwing last year or two years ago. I reviewed that one, but I've never had, I thought I needed a better pencil sharpener to do these. I've just had, you know, the little handheld pencil sharpener, something, you know, you used in, you know, first grade or elementary school. And I never felt I had anything really nice. So I looked at my friend, I talked to my friends, um, Andy from Wood Clenched and Johnny from Pencil Revolution. They're the, um, they're the Woodcase Pencil gurus that I, my go-to guys for when I have questions about Woodcase Pencils. And we'll link to their sites in the show notes. And I asked them, you know, I said, I want like a desktop sharpener, something that, something that you would find like in elementary school, you know, like the one that was attached to the wall or to the desk, you know, that was bolted down. Um, just a little bit more serious than a little, um, little pencil sharpener you, you hold in your hand and throw in your backpack, something like that. So they both pointed me to this product. It's from a company called Classroom Friendly Supplies, which makes sense. And it's just a, you know, some of these pencil sharpeners can get seriously expensive. Like some of my friends, like Topher, and uh, um, I forget uh, the guy's name that writes um, this site called, oh, I'm going to butcher the name, Blystift.de. Um, I, I link to him all the time in ink links. There's, a, there's this Faber Castle pencil sharpener that's like $350. I mean, pencil sharpeners can get to be serious business, but both Johnny and Andy recommended this classroom friendly pencil sharpener. And it was, I think $25 shipped. And I was like, great, that's totally in the budget. You know, I was going to spend up to like maybe $50 to get like a real nice sharpener, but they said, this one's great. It's about 20 bucks and you'll, you'll like it. I got this thing in the same day. I got these new Blackwing pearls in and I put it together and threw the first pencil in there, and I was stunned with what came out of that pencil sharpener. And I've got an image of the tip that it put on this pencil. Yeah, I have never seen anything like this before in my life. Stabby, stabby. I, I, I still haven't used it because I'm so scared of it. I mean, this isn't your mama's Kuritoga, is it? <laughs> No, no. I mean, you know, I don't know if I'm going to become, you know, a, a wood pencil guru just because I don't think I will use them that much, to be quite honest. But I like the idea of it. I like the utility of it. Um, I, I like how there's a whole another world of products to discover out there. I don't know that I will be a hardcore user of pencils just because I don't like to write in pencil that much. But when I see something like this, something as good a quality pencil as these black wings are, and then combine it with a new tool like this classroom friendly pencil sharpener, and I end up with something like this, it fascinates me and just kind of gets the ball rolling. I was like, okay, you know, we're going to, we're going to have Andy on Andy uh, on the, on the podcast one day. I keep telling him I I need to get him on and we'll talk pencils. I want to get a little bit more learned about pencils, so I'll have some good questions for him and things like that. But we will do that soon, and we'll have a we'll have an all all pencil episode of the Pen Addict. Um, but I could see this being a problem just because of the quantity and depth of products out there for pencils. It's just like anything else, like with these pens. You would not believe, you know, when I started the, this blog. I wouldn't believe that I would be finding all these products, all these pens and different sizes and everything. And it's the same way with pencils. And that's a, I haven't even scratched the surface on that. And um, so, yeah, that, that could be a serious, serious problem for me. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. I just got to get using them more, get more comfortable with the pencils and, um, and go from there. But um, it looks like it could be fun. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. All right, so we got um, we got some good. I got some uh, good mail last week, and you did too, mm-hmm. right? You get a nice package in the mail mm-hmm. from our friend Mike Dudek. Yes, listener of the show. So, Hi, Mike. Hey, Mike. Um, 
Mike's a listener, and he reached out to Mike and myself. It's been a couple weeks ago, and yeah. he what he does is just for fun. He makes um, he does different woodworking projects, you know, at home, and he has been making these pen holders for like a desktop pen holder, um, like with round uh, openings to stand your pens vertically um, on your desk, if you will, and. He'd sent the image to me, and and I said how much I enjoyed them. And he said, "Well, let me make one for you and Mike." I was like, "Whoa, that's really really nice." So, why don't you uh, why don't you talk about it real quick and and tell me what you got? Cool. So, um, what Mike sent us was um, a, a beautiful, I believe it's walnut. I've got his letter here, so I'm going to check. He said, yeah, I believe it's walnut. It's a, a walnut. Um, pen holder so it's basically like a uh, like a block um it's got like a window in the middle that you can see through and there's was it 15 sort of holes in there that fit most pens and he said to me very specifically that it fits the retro 51 which i can verify and i'm very happy <laughs> that it does um so that's that's awesome um so he sent us those and we also got these other things and i've included a picture that, um that you posted to Instagram of mm-hmm. a wooden iPhone like amplifier. Yeah, I guess that's the best way to best thing to call it. It's it's like an amplifier made out of a block of wood. Um, it's wicked cool. I I've used it several times already. Um, I've been using it when I work at home at night um, to play music or listen to podcasts from my um, from my phone. Because I don't have um, I usually listen to podcasts on my on my laptop at work. So I, when I have them on my, my phone at home, I don't really have a speaker I, I hook them up into and listen to. So I've been using this, and that that was actually a picture of me using it that night just to uh, listen to podcasts. I, I was surprised when I got at first. I didn't know what it was. Did you when you when you took it out of the box? Because I'd seen your picture. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, you're. It's a little bit slower to the mail yeah. <laughs> over there. I, I only got it today. Exa- yeah, we didn't exactly get them at the same time, but it's really well done. Um, it's it's just cool. It's like an so amplifier. Well, you sit the, sit the phone in the top, and it just it amplifies the sound out through. Um, it's got like a small notch in the dock section, if you will, and that goes into the bigger speaker section, and it it amplifies the sound wonderfully. I thought it was fantastic. His products are really really well made, like really well yeah, he, made. He he does a good job, and he's actually, I don't know if he relayed this to you or if you picked up on it from me, he actually lives near uh, Karis Customs and his friend with our friend Dan, who um, you know, who makes the Render K and, and the Bolt and things like that and who we've had on the show. So he actually goes into Dan's shop from time to time, and they, uh, and they talk turkey. So, uh, oh, oh, oh I know. He's good buddies with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, do I know, and I'm going to get to that in a second. But just before, uh, Mike has a site. He has a website um, that I, I put in the show notes. He didn't ask me to do this, mm. um, but we were talking because, you know, he's, he's such a cool listener. He set up a Squarespace 6 site. Nice. Um, and I think people should go to it because his photography of his equipment is beautiful, and it's clickypost.com. This is website. I love that name. That's a fantastic name. Um, and I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put one of the posts in the in the show notes because it's about a render K that I have been sent. Ooh, look at you! So let me. T- so basically, Mike said, "Oh, I'm popping in to see the guys at Render K because he knew he'd heard the show that we did with Dan at Karas Customs, um, and he said, I know that you don't have one.'" Would you like me to pick one up for you while I'm there, and you can sort of, you know, and we can sort of sort that out? And, and I was going to send in the money over, and I was like, oh yeah, great, I would love that, you know, because then it obviously would save money on shipping and stuff, because Mike was going to send it all over together. So he said that um, he got that stuff, and then you know he told me, oh, I got you one, I'm sending it over, and we'll sort that out later. So I arri- I have arrived, my package arrived this morning, and there's a great handwritten note from Mike, and this is what he said. Um, he basically has sent me three um, uh, render Ks. So I have an orange render K, which was the one that I asked Ooh. him to get me. Mm-hmm. And I have, Brad, I have a white Delrin plastic render K. And this is from Mike's letter. 
says, these are like unicorns, as they only made a small batch when they are experimenting with materials. So I have one. I have a plastic render K. And I also have a rod stock render K. Um, with these, they only machined the inner parts and cap threading. This is what a render K looks like before it becomes a render K. So it's not it's like tapered in any way. So it's like the the width of the cap, or like in in its whole, mm -hmm. it's just like a, 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 a one like a, one, one piece. Yeah, like a block, but rounded. Mm -hmm. So that's what I have. I have two very rare render Ks now. So my, when you said he posted about it, I went over to the um to his site, which is <laughs> fabulous looking, and it's now subscribed, and now you will see some in in inklings uh, going forward. I scrolled down till I saw, all right, what render K post does he have? And then I went to that Delrin post, and my jaw dropped. I was like, no way does Mike have this pen? Yeah, I do. <laughs> that is cool. Literally, my jaw dropped. That, I've never, I've never even seen that. He didn't even like show me this picture of it. Dan's never sent me a picture of that. I didn't even know it existed. So yeah, that's the uh, the the benefit of living nearby those guys. You get to drop by the shop and see all the cool things they're working on. But that pen is fascinating looking. Yeah, it's, it's um, it's, it's like so, a it's like a molded plastic version of the Render K. Yeah, it's like acrylic, I think. Okay, so, so I guess this is, as I said, this is what they would playing around with i mean i haven't read mike's post because i just saw that he had a post on it after you know mm -hmm. i recognized it um but it it's yeah it seems like it was what they were i guess deciding what they wanted to make the pens out of yeah i think it's probably like a prototype yeah and i have one damn that is cool i'm i'm officially jealous that is really neat yeah i'm very very pleased actually so Thank you, Mike. Look, and, and, uh, yeah, does it look as good as it does in the pictures? I think it's really good looking. Yeah, it's it's really it's really sort of striking. Yeah, because it's got the metal clip well, still. Well, cool. We'll definitely link that in the show notes. Y'all should go check this out because I've never seen this before. And uh, and I've yeah, I've Mike, taken a picture on on Instagram, which I posted during the show, so you wouldn't see it. Um, and I'm <laughs> going to put that in the show notes too of my my new render K collection. In all you of its sneaky glory. Brit. I know. That's what I am. So what that was awesome. That is too cool. So what do you what do you think about the orange one? Oh, I love it so much. Yeah, that's a fascinating, fascinating pen. It's, it's like, really neat. It's like 70 decibels orange. Yeah. I, it, it's one of those pens when I pick up, I, I look at it as much as I use it, just because it's that nice, I think. So this is where I need your help now. Okay. So yeah, thanks. Thank you so much, Mike. Um yeah, thank you, Mike. We really appreciate it. And thank you, um, guys. At, at, thank you, Karis Customs, guys. Yes. For, Thanks, for... Dan. <laughs> Karis is uh, definitely a good good friend of the show. Yeah. Dan. Big, uh, Dan's a super guy. Big big fans of Karis Customs. They do mm -hmm. good work. Um, so, I now have render K's. So I need refills for them. Okay. And I want your help. So I have um, a high-tech C refill, mm -hmm. um, but I want something that will be more um, more fitting to my uh, my sort of the sort of pen that I enjoy, basically. Sure. So my understanding is it takes the Parker style G two refill. Is that correct? Is that right? There, I'll have to look at. You know, I, I honestly I don't know offhand which exact one it takes. I know the bolt takes some uh, Parker style refills. I'm not sure what the regular render K takes. I mean, I see. Uh, pop out that refill in the uh, in the Delrin if you have it handy. And is it is it a shorter refill than a G2 refill, or does it look like a G2 refill? Uh, well, I'm using I'm a high tech C, and I actually haven't got any refills in it. Okay. Okay. I'm just looking at I'm looking at um, Mike's picture, and he's got um, you know like a conical tip uh, pen in there. Um, the standard Parker refill is going to be like the the Moleskin gel refill. I don't know if that's compatible with the Render K. We'll have to do some research on this. I, I've got a bunch of stuff I can play around with and see, because I don't think there's a standard Parker that's like a G2 style. The G2 styles are going to be more like a Uniball Sino um, RT. Those are probably going to fit. 
Yeah, because um, they do. This is what was confusing me, right? Because they do a G two one, but on the mm-hmm. site, this I looked at the Kickstarter site. It says that they take mm-hmm. the Parker ones and the High Tech C. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a Moleskin. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be too short. Oh, there's a converter that they put in. Oh, it's got the it's got the little uh, the yep. little block. Um, then that might work. No, it doesn't fit. Mm. It's a little too tight. So I need to work out what 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 they actually do take. Okay, and I'll work on that too. And any listeners out there, let us know. Um, I know a bunch of y'all have the render case, and I I'm I'm a big high tech C fan, so that's pretty much all I've been using in mind. So I haven't really played around with what other refills fit it well. Um, but I've got a bunch I can test for you, Mike, and any listeners. Who have um, the render K and don't use high tech C refills? Let us know which ones you use. Shoot us a tweet or or something. Get in touch. Yeah, I'd like to know. Basic people know what I like, right? That I like something yep. like the Retro Fifty One. I guess that sort of refill. Yeah, I I think we you would be able to find um, something that Schmidt makes. Honestly, that will be that will fit that because they have a huge they have a wide, such a wide range of sizes, and that's the quality that you're looking for in the refill. Yeah. See, there are Schmidt. Parker style, but I need to make sure it's the correct yep. style. Because if the Moleskin one is a G2 style, then that doesn't work because it doesn't fit. And I now have the end stuck in the <laughs> <laughs> that I now need to try and find a way to remove. But you know. we'll ask Mike too because I see he's got something different in that Delrin. Which it should be the same physical dimensions as the Render K. Mm-hmm. But he ha- he has a, a conical tip refill in there, so we just need to figure out what it is, and then we can match the size and and go from there. But I, I think you should be able to get a good you know like a Schmidt Easy Flow, something like that. That'll that'll be compatible with with it, and that you will enjoy very much. Excellent. Right, we need to wrap up the show because I now need to oh. record Bionic from Alexander. Yes, I didn't even see what time it was. So yes, we will wow. do that. And uh, we were we were going to have a quick show. It's fifty two minutes. Yeah, we said let's keep this one to about thirty, and we said yeah, that should be no problem. And and look at us now. So that's that's we, what we do best. We even had a topic. So you can find us online. Uh, go to penaddict.com for Brad's site. He is dowdy d o w d y on app dot dowdyism d o w d y i s m on Twitter. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of The Pen Addict. I am Mike, and here's Brad. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye.